You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. From South Bend, Indiana, the parish of America. From South Bend, Indiana, what the Egyptians are to the pyramids. It's Sports Yak with Corey Mann and Chuck Freeby. I'm the booth announcer, Jim Shorts. I'm the booth announcer. Listen to me, I'm Jim Shorts. I'm the booth announcer. Sports Yak is brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet, because big guys gotta look good too. And now, Sports Yak! Welcome to episode 55 in the frozen tundra that is South Bend, Indiana. Hi there, sports fans. Maniacs, my name's Corey. His name's Chuck. We're thawed out and we're ready to rock. I don't care if it's 16 below outside. I don't care if it's 18 below or whatever below it is. We're here. We're ready to yak. I've had a couple of snowblowers in my life. Mm -hmm. We are currently blower free. We're going with the shovel. How do you like to snowblow your driveway? Do you go headphones? Do you go absolutely nothing? You just go out there and get it done? What's your... This is the first year I've had a snowblower. Okay. Okay. So I've used it... I'm not an expert. I've used it only maybe three or four times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just go. I, I do not put on headphones. I'm just... I'm afraid the headphones would freeze and mm-hmm. and be damaged. So I just go out there, get the job done, get back in. I do... If I can help a neighbor you know, clear a sidewalk or something like that. I found that I tend to do that. I tend to drift over that way, mainly because I kind of feel guilty if I throw any of my snow in their driveway. Sure. Neighbor Mike, who for years has been Mr. Snowblower in the Mm cul-de-sac, has an industrial strength snowblower. I I think he can get his driveway done like five minutes. If I run into trouble, all I have to do is call on neighbor Mike. I also use a card table from downstairs. I've seen you use that trick before. <laughs> I know Debbie is not thrilled with not that. Not a fan. I don't care because I'm the one that's got to do it. And if you have the right type of snow, that light champagne powder that we had on Sunday. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about a few things. Monday night, Duke comes to Purcell Pavilion. Boy, didn't this look a lot like the Virginia game at the very start? Irish dig themselves into a 12-2 hole. It's funny. I'm, I'm watching ESPN Sports Center before the game. They do a little segment because they're promoting their broadcast of Duke Notre Dame. And they're, they're trying like heck to give the Irish a chance in this one. So, you know, Duke's really struggled from three-point range. The, the Blue Devils have really struggled. They're one of the worst three-pointing shooting teams in the nation. Mm-hmm. 
What do they do? They come into Purcell Pavilion and they see that Irish defense there. They say, oh, we've got confidence. Boom, boom. Two three-pointers right off the bat. It's 6 nothing. Thanks for playing. Lovely parting gifts. And then it was time for the Zion Williamson show, which is why most of the people, quite frankly, showed up yes. at Purcell Pavilion. And the freshman didn't disappoint. I hope you enjoyed him because he ain't coming back. My buddy Bob Winicky, uh was in a discussion with somebody who says, just think how good he'll be when he's a senior. Uh, he knows. He's in the Bob, NBA Bob, next year. Bob knows. Everybody knows. Zion's going to the NBA next year. Mm-hmm. And um, he scored 26 points, nine rebounds, jumped out of the gym a couple of times to block some shots. One of them should have been a goaltend. He blocked a apprentice hub shot that had already hit the backboard. But I don't care. I, I was there. I was watching for the spectacle. Mm-hmm. I was. You knew what the result was going to be. 83-61, Duke wins by 22. That's pretty much the difference between these two teams. Uh, Mike Bray knew it going in. He's shorthanded. I, I don't think anybody's holding him too accountable for what's going on right now. They they knew going in this was going to be a rebuilding year for the Irish, and then Fluger gets hurt. T.J. Gibbs has been a, a huge disappointment this year. I think Billis made the point during the broadcast. You know, you get this double-double out of John Mooney every game, and you got one again last on Monday night. Eight straight double-doubles now. But they never have two players playing well with it. It's always just one player. Monday night it was Hub. Sometimes it's Gibbs. But it never seems to be Gibbs and Hub or Gibbs and Goodwin or Goodwin and Hub. It's always like one guy and John Mooney, and there's not enough offense there. That was the case again last night for the Irish. Had a lot of open looks. Couldn't knock him down. This Duke assemblage that came into Purcell Pavilion, Mike Bray was really impressed. Well, we they, they are really gifted um you know uh, while we're disappointed we lost you know i thought our we competed and battled and we needed to because we weren't happy with that on saturday and i told our guys i said i think we had the two best teams in the country roll through our building in the last couple days um i like how we competed against this one tonight and um you know let's see if that can you know, be a better habit for us, which, which it's kind of been a habit for us most of the year. It was just disappointing Saturday. Um, so, you know, we'll get Jawan back in practice this week. That'll be a nice addition and uh, see what we can do in Boston. But uh, give Duke credit. I, I, I don't know if I've seen, I don't know if I've seen individual gifted talent like that come through our building, you know, at multiple spots. Um, they're, they're really gifted. Here's my takeaway. Zion is not the only superstar on that oh, team. Oh, no, no, no. Three guys on that team Yeah, that are probably going to be NBA first-round draft picks. And I thought what Mike said there, you know, to see that kind of assemblage of talent. Yes, we've seen great players come into Purcell Pavilion during the Mike Bray era from the visiting team. We haven't seen that many at one time. Yes, I mean, this was like the Globetrotters coming in. Duke going to win the national championship? No, I I do think... Have you think, seen Tennessee play this year? I have not. Okay. Here's the problem I have with Duke is I think they have a lack of depth. There's not much on that bench behind Zion, RJ, and the crew. The other thing is I think they're too inconsistent shooting from three-point range. Yes, they hit them last night. They shot like 53%, but they're... Uh, they're too inconsistent in that. And sometime in March, that will come back and bite them. Notre Dame women's basketball, I see they sink to number five. 
Sank to fifth in the polls. The one thing you want to be is you want to still be a number one seed by the time March rolls around. I think they will be. I think you know some of those teams ahead of them, it will sift out a little bit. I think them being number five helps them claw and scrape and focus a little bit more. Number one, the target on your back. But I think when you sink down a little bit, you've got something to, like you just said, being number one seed. I think there's a little more motivation there. Well, I think Muffet certainly has their attention now Yes, in practice. But here's the question. Who is going to step up? Okay, we don't know how long Jackie Young is going to be out with this ankle injury. Who is going to step up? Jordan Nixon, Abby Prohaska. You're freshman. I understand you're still adjusting to college ball, but now is the time. It's There's a reason you were recruited to play on this team. Exactly. And it wasn't just to fill a uniform. You were expected to perform well. Abby Prohaska was a prolific scorer in high school. We have not seen that from her at all at Notre Dame. Hmm. Jordan Nixon, Muffet thought highly enough of her that she had her in the starting lineup the first three games of the year and then hasn't had that kind of productivity out of her. Uh, Where was Danielle Patterson coming off the bench? On Sunday, I don't know, but uh, they better figure it out because Clemson will be waiting for them on Thursday. Now, Notre Dame blitzkrieg Clemson by 56 last year, but the Tigers have made a coaching change, and they're an improved ball club. I'm not saying they're going to beat Notre Dame down at Clemson because I think the Irish come back, especially coming off a loss, they're going to come back and win that game. Mm -hmm. But this isn't like playing Clemson in the past where you could just do a walkthrough. IU takes on Rutgers on Wednesday night. Uh, 103.1 FM. Boy, you talk about a team desperately in need of a win. (laughs) Hoosiers have lost six in a row. The Wolves are howling in Bloomington. Here's Rutgers, who's actually still behind IU in the Big Ten race. But the Scarlet Knights have won two in a row, and you have to go out and you have to play in Piscataway. And life on the road in the Big Ten is, is difficult. It is difficult to win road basketball games in the Big Ten, so that's got to be a concern for IU on Wednesday night and a concern for Matt Painter and Purdue on Thursday night as they go to Penn State. Even though Purdue's won 9 out of 10, even though Penn State looks like they're no stinking good, it doesn't surprise me when teams lose on the road in the Big Ten. So can Indiana find something to go with Romeo Langford and Jawan Morgan? I don't know if it's going to be Al Durham. I don't know if it's going to be Justin Smith. But somebody has got to step up and find a way to put the ball in the hole. Indiana's got the same problem Notre Dame has. They don't have enough scores right now. Purdue has scores. So can they put forth the kind of effort that they – you can't have a hangover after that Michigan State win. Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, wow, we knocked off the Spartans, we're good, and just roll into Penn State and expect them to roll over you've got to come out with that same type of effort i think matt painter will get it from his team i expect purdue to win on thursday night but iu i think that's a toss-up game on wednesday night major announcement tony natale long time track coach at bethel college a long time assistant to mike lightfoot with the basketball program has been named as the new athletic director at Bethel College. And I can't think of a better guy. Tony has been the track coach there for a long, long time. He has produced a number of NAIA All-Americans. And you know the amazing thing about that? Give it to me. They don't have a track! He's got a ring, though. He does have a ring. Yeah. Good for Tony. 
Great guy. I, I think he'll be really good for that program. Look forward to working with him. I've got some notes for Tony I'd like to submit. Some ideas. It's all about game atmosphere. Oh, I thought it was the firing of Ryan Lightfoot? Or? No, 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 no. No, because no. No, he's, he's been a guest on the show, so yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. like him. You don't want to kick him out of there. What about Mike Lightfoot? Just taking down the statues or something like he's that? He's always hanging around, hanging around. Making these little comments on Facebook yeah, or Twitter or whatever. misspelling things. Like he's Mr. Social Media or something yeah, like that. Yeah, liking things, retweeting things. Give him a broom. Sitting around with Jay Billis before the game the other night, talking hey, about you nation drop, of coaches. You drop something. Yeah. A I'm, name. Mm-hmm. Name drop in. Name drop in. Local high school coaching changes. I want to hear about this. Football, two hirings uh, on Monday. Washington went out and hired Todd Stamich as its new head football coach. Todd has been the head coach at Jefferson Middle School for quite some time. He last year had 64 young men at Jefferson Middle School involved in the football program. Wow. And he takes the time to sit and eat with his players at lunch every day. It's called Coach's Table, and you come over, and if you got something you need to talk to Coach about or problem, question, he's right there interacting with them. Uh, you look at some guys like, do you remember Riantre Lawrence who played at Riley? I kind of remember the name. Okay. Yeah. Very prolific scorer for Riley basketball. He says that Todd Stamage was one of the great influences on his life. Hmm. Brandon Wadley at Adams says the same thing. So this is a guy that knows how to connect with not just kids, but South Bend kids. And I will tell you that South Bend kids have different experiences than maybe, you know, Westview kids or yes. Northwood kids. So he knows how to interact with them. He knows how to relate with them. I think he'll be really good for the Washington program. He does have some coaching pedigree, too. His father-in-law is Bob Berger, the longtime Riley basketball coach. So good luck to Todd. Hope he does well at Washington. Would love to see a resurrection of the Panther football program. Laporte hiring Jeremy Lowry. If that name sounds familiar to it some does. people, he was a running back at Penn under Chris Giesman. Okay. Has been a head coach now for a couple of years down at Paoli. Paoli is a 2A school in southern Indiana. He went 21-4 and in two seasons, won the sectional last year. So now he comes up to be up here with the big boys in Class 6A and take on the Laporte program that Dave Sharp relinquished. And I believe Laporte plays Penn in week two of the season this year. Oh, boy. So that should be interesting. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Big and Tall Outlet in Elkhart. You know that location, South Napanee Street, address 1333. They've got some new college apparel, whether it be Purdue, Michigan State, Michigan, Notre Dame. Nice stuff. 2X to 6X, 2XT to 5XT. So if you're big and tall, this is great. I also saw at Big and Tall Outlet throwback Rams jerseys. Maybe you want to wear something for your Super Bowl party coming up this weekend. Throwback Rams jerseys? Come on! It's awesome. Big and Tall Outlet. Online at BigandTallOutlet.com or 1333 South Napanee Street in Elkhart. 293-0111 for more info. Please stop by and say hi. Tell them the Yak sent you. Big and Tall Outlet. Because big guys got to look good too. 
The NFL is acknowledging a botched call or a non-call during the Saints-Rams game. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell has been largely silent on the controversy, but in response to a lawsuit filed by a pair of Saints season ticket holders, the league owned up to the error. Well, first of all, if the league would have just owned up to the error on the Monday morning after the game, they would have saved themselves a lot of a lot of grief on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know who's running the NFL PR department these days. I think it's Greg Aiello. And, of course, you you take your marching orders from the commissioner. So if the commissioner isn't ready or willing to say anything about it, then you have to kind of hold back. But it was clear to any – I mean, anybody can watch that video and see that a mistake was made. Okay, It was a bad call. We've had bad calls throughout the history of football. Sure. And, yes, it is a game – officiated by played by humans officiated by humans mistakes are going to be made that was one it was a bad one the current replay rules do not allow for that mistake to be fixed the question i would have is do you want replay to be able to fix every bad call in a game are you willing to sit that long to make sure it's adjudicated properly because when does it stop does it is it only on pass interference plays what about holding calls? What about the, you know the questionable roughing the passer call on the Chiefs against Brady? Are we are we what calls are we going to review? What calls aren't we going to review? How long is it going to take? And it seems like the announcers are having somebody at their beck and call to go. Hey, what do you think about this, Mister? All of these places have now hired some former NFL official mm-hmm. to come in and be their their analyst, their expert. It takes the onus off of the play-by. It used to be the play-by-play man or the color man would have to say, well, you know, they would have to put their neck out there. Mm -hmm. Now they don't have to. Speaking of NFL, the Bears on Monday signed kicker Redford Jones from the University of Tulsa. Here's the thing. Cody Parkey was not good last year. He was very inconsistent. And, of course, he missed the biggest kick of the year. Why wouldn't you audition other kickers? Cody Parkey didn't help himself going on the Today Show yeah, on his little redemption tour without the approval of Matt Nagy, the head coach. So now you have put your job at risk. Here's something as we look at this brutal cold. Okay. And people talk about, you know, we haven't seen cold like this in 20 years. We haven't seen conditions like this in a long time. I vividly remember I was in college at Notre Dame. Uh, my folks let me have the tan Chevy Caprice Classic that we once had. Year? The Caprice Classic was a 76. Yeah. This would have been January of 85. Okay. And it's parked over in the student parking lot at Notre Dame. And I vividly remember going out there one morning and chiseling it open so that I could get in, sitting on the seats and hearing the seats just crack under me because it was so cold. And I want to say that in January of 1985, it got down to 19 below zero. By the way, when Chuck put the key in the ignition, this is the song that came on the radio as you were scraping 
a little said window. A little wham action with Careless Whisper here with Corey and Chuck. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I had talked it up properly. You did. You hit the vocal. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast within the podcast. This podcast is called Rant. Let me tell you something from somebody who has worked at television stations in the news department. During this type of weather? During bad weather. (laughs) I find nothing more idiotic than somebody standing outside telling me not to go outside. And I guarantee you, one of these numbskulls is going to go out there and do it. Let's go live to Pepper McGanahan. It's either going to be poor Melissa Stevens over at WNDU on the morning show. Hey, Melissa, what's it like outside? I can't tell you what it's like outside because the FCC won't let me use those words. Oh, they'll put Josh out there then because he'll become a viral sensation again. Too cold for Josh. He ain't going outside. He's big cigars and motor cars now. He's (laughs) the fair-haired boy. He's not going to be sent outside on that. All I think of is Chuck is one day closer to spring. Every day is one day closer to spring. You've been listening to Rant, the podcast within the podcast. We now resume our regular podcast. From South Bend, Indiana, it's the Sports Yak Podcast. This is Jimmy Shorts, the number one most downloaded sports podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. What doofus would name a podcast after a stupid Tibetan ox? Probably one of these morons. Corey Mann, and maybe it was Chuck Freebie. Well, I think that about does it. Stay warm, kids. Don't do stupid things. Take good care of your pets. Oh, my pet. My dog. Trying to explain to him, look, you get in, you do your business, you get out. Well, actually, you turn that around. You get out, you do your business, you get back in. Yeah, that would help. Yeah. Uh, And he's out there sniffing. When when was he out there sniffing? Monday. He was out there sniffing. Yes. And it was 35 on Monday afternoon. But it was starting to get colder, Chuck. Okay, but it was 35. I have the feeling that if you open the door tonight and it's 17 below, the Koopa Loop will know that ain't nobody got time for this. Did you just say Koopa Loop? Yeah. I got to write that down. That's a new hashtag. Koopa Loop. The Koopa Loop will go out, take care of things, and get back in. I'm hopeful Skipper the Schnoodle has the same mindset. Let me ask you this. Do you carve a path for him? Yes, absolutely. In the yard? Yes. With the snowblower? No. Go shovel? Shovel. All right. Yeah, I'm not taking my snowblower into my yard. I'm going to do damage. How far do you go out? Oh, all the way to the fence line. All the way he's to the gotta have line. a path. He's got to have a little area to run around once it does get warm. Straight or do you snake a path? It's snaked. Nice. Good try, for you. Try to make it fun for him. <laughs> try to make it fun. Adventurous. Yes. Well, that about does it for this podcast of Dog Talk. By the way, I, I loved a tweet that I saw. Rams fans upset that they can't get their hands on old school vintage Rams jerseys. Well, that's not right. Not right at all. I know where they can get one. Big and tall outlet. I saw Amen. myself. Dickerson. Eric Dickerson would have been late 80s, early 90s. Blue with the yellow oh, Ram. Gorgeous jersey. Yes. Gorgeous they, jersey. They got him at the big and tall outlet. Tell Man, me. you see that jersey on a late afternoon in the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Come on. Sun setting down. Go on. 
That is, that's a look right there, my friends. That says Rams football. That's our show for today. Sports Yak is brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet, because big guys got to look good, too. Sports Yak is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. This is Jimmy Shorts. Until next time, sports fans. That's good. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.